You ready? I've been ready. My name's Una. And my name's Azra. And here we go again. Talking about that feminist bullshit. Um, today, what are we talking about today, Azra? We're talking about toxic masculinity and um, its link to violence towards women. Right. And how this is a worldwide... <laughs> pandemic literally i was gonna say phenomenon <laughs> but pandemic is a much better word because it shouldn't be a phenomenon um yeah so i guess what's your i guess i just said i guess twice that's okay what is your understanding or if someone's never heard of toxic masculinity how would you explain it in really like simple terms in layman's terms i would say toxic masculinity is a way in which forces men to believe they have to behave and act and believe certain things about themselves in order to be men. Right. And uh, obviously they're toxic, right? Because they push men to, to fit into these stereotypes that are not healthy for mm -hmm. them either. And I, I wish more men knew um, that feminism actually includes them as well because toxic masculinity is under that umbrella of patriarchy. Right. Right. I feel like, um, if more men were willing to listen to that and understand how, you know, it benefits them as well. So they can actually, I don't know, behave like humans. <laughs> and the, I think the important thing to remember is that the term is toxic masculinity. It's not just masculinity. Right. So it's not masculinity in itself that is not okay. Right. Because everybody portrays different types of masculinity, like men, women, all types of people. So it's it's important that it's the toxic part that people are focusing on. And because for me, I hear like, I've definitely heard, especially men be like, why are you talking about toxic masculinity? Being masculine isn't toxic. Right. And those are different things. Very different. And Very so different. you and I were talking a little bit right before we started recording about um the playground like boys on the playground and boys will be boys and how i think it's not as much prevalent these days but especially i think even in our time growing up if a boy was mean to you on the playground it was like oh he's that's how he flirts with you mm -hmm. or that's how a boy is showing you that he likes you mm -hmm. and all you're doing is, A, you're teaching these boys that if you do maybe like a girl or you want to show her attention, you can do it in a violent way mm -hmm. by hitting them, by pushing them, by, you know, those playground sort of things. And that is seen as okay. And then B, you're teaching girls that, oh, if a guy is mean to me, if a guy does push me, if a guy does hit me, that's his way of showing love. That's mm -hmm. his way of showing mm -hmm. that he likes me, that he wants to, you know, be oh, my boyfriend right. or right. whatever. And it does, I think a lot of people might say like that scene, that's so innocent. And like, that's not what we're telling kids. And yeah, you're not going to tell your daughter, you know, oh, if a boy hits you, that's okay. Or if a boy hits you, that he loves you, especially mm -hmm. as they grow older. But what I think people don't recognize is, allowing those things to happen, especially at such a young age, is really setting all of those kids up for what sort of relationships and boundaries they will have in their teens, in their adulthood, and beyond that. Mm -hmm. 
No, that's a big fact. And there's, and I know even for myself, like I'm not ruling myself out just because I now at my age, I'm conscious of these things, right? It took a really long time for me to even be conscious of all these things that I went through as a child that were not normal, mm-hmm. right? That I watched my cousins go through that were not normal. And even my partners in the past, right? All these experiences that I've had with, you know, men and, and watching them kind of succumb to this, 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 the toxic masculinity and never talking about how they feel and translating yeah. it into violence, not by obviously not on me, but um, in other ways, right? Like, oh, I have to go to the gym. I got to go do this. I got to go do that or, or right. something just to take their aggression out, which is not, not in a healthy way either. Yeah. Right. I, I think, um, I think a lot of men have this idea in their heads that like they need to be the alpha. Right. And there's something, there's nothing wrong with being alpha, but the way that men are it's how you get there. Right. Men are conditioned to believe that in order for you to be an alpha, you need to be threatening. Yeah. You need to be loud. You need to be big. Put people down. Right. Below you. you need to have people scared of you. You need to whatever the case may be. And and then that's not necessarily true either. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's actually very dangerous. It's actually very dangerous mentality to have as not only a man, but also for future partners of that man, mm-hmm. whoever they choose to be with. And I think of like, I honestly, I've definitely seen a lot of men um, in my life who are older. So kind of like our dads or our grandpas and that sort of thing, where they do come to a point a lot of the times where they realize like, that's right. I didn't want to behave that way or I wanted to express my emotions. And it just, you know, I feel like in our society, kind of in this, in our Western society, it's more accepted, especially now for men to show their emotions. It's that it's so ingrained in our society and generationally that even if a man knows it's okay to show his emotion, you know, today, he can't Mm -hmm. or he feels like he can't. Mm -hmm. And like, especially, so that's in our like Western society. And then if you look back to even Bosnia, Um, where things are still pretty traditional and they're not as accepting, I guess, as maybe people are here. It's, it's so different. And even for us, like, I remember I have a cousin who lives in Bosnia, who's about my age. Mm -hmm. So he's in his twenties and there was a death in the family in Bosnia. And so he went to the funeral and everything. And this person like he is so close to them Mm -hmm. like it was really devastating for him and so he's messaging me after the funeral I'm in Canada and he's in Bosnia and one of the first things he says is he was so you know he was upset and crying and that he was embarrassed because he couldn't hold back his tears in front of everybody that was at the funeral and like that was what his worry was Mm -hmm. and to me you know obviously like a death in the family and a funeral and all of that is heartbreaking in itself. But I just, when I, when he said that, it almost broke my heart even more because it's like, you're here grieving somebody and the way that our society is, Mm -hmm. especially that society in Bosnia, it's Mm -hmm. like you felt like you couldn't even grieve this person whose funeral you're at Mm -hmm. because you were worried about crying in front of everyone who was at the funeral and what they were going to say about you and what kind of man you Mm -hmm. are. 
in quotation marks yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. And that really just hit me because no matter how much people say like, oh, it's okay for, you know, men to express their feelings, it's almost not. Mm-hmm. And that's the toxic masculinity part of mm-hmm. I can't express my feelings. I have to be manly all the time. I have to be hard. I have to be strong. I have to all of that sort of stuff. And you can fake that as much as you want. It will come out in some way. And right. it's typically in a really unhealthy way with the people who are closest to you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times your wife or husband or your life partner, mm-hmm. and then it really affects that relationship. Yeah. No, that's honestly listening to that. How, I couldn't even tell you how many times I've heard the same thing from men back home. Um, and back home is a whole different thing. Cause I feel like we're so stuck in a set way of living yeah. that I don't know if I'll ever be alive to see the day that things are changing or things have changed for men and for women back home. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, makes me it obviously it breaks it does break my heart when I listen to any of my you know men in my life trying to express themselves and how many times people have been or men have been like I I I, I'm not very good with talking about my feelings that's fine Mm -hmm. it's okay if you're not but you have to you have to right like typically these things come out in aggression yeah right I mean if you want to talk about like a lot of the time you said it comes out in aggression towards their life partner, their wife, their husband, whatever the case may be. Right. And even, I don't know if I should talk about this, but I'm going to anyways, I'm not going to name any names, but I'm going to talk about it. So I was back home and honestly, I doubt that he's going to be listening to this anyways. So I'll just say it. Um, <laughs> All of a sudden you get like a, le- like a cease and desist letter. Like, please do not ever talk about me this again. Defamation. Ah. So I went back home. I was back home. I was not in my city. I was in somebody else's city. Okay. Um, and we were out for just like drinks, man. Wine, coffee, whatever the case may be in some bar. And we're one drink down. And our friends, you know, that's not my friend. It's their friend's um, wife. Her and I were just chatting. And um, she was like, I would like another drink. I was like, say less I'll get one with you like what do you want to drink let's go get one she was just drinking wine okay and the person I was with at the time and their cousin were with us okay and his their cousin I don't want to like gender somebody their cousin um overheard and he was not pleased he was like no he's like no we're leaving like no you can't have more wine yeah you cannot have more wine and okay. she was like, why not? I don't work tomorrow. I was like, yeah, what's the big deal? Like, I'll have another drink with you. We can literally walk home. It's across the street. It's Bosnia. The city is yeah. literally five minutes from one end <laughs> to the other. You can walk from Relax. one end of Bosnia to the other in Relax. like a day. <laughs> That's the sad truth. <laughs> okay. And so me, all of us are sitting and we're all saying, yeah, let's all have another drink except for this individual. And so he looks at his wife and he, he literally gets up from his chair Mind you, we're sitting across the table like this, right? So what her and I are on one end, they're on the other end. He physically gets up from his chair, okay? He goes right up to her, basically hovering over her. And he goes, you better get in the car. We're leaving. 
girl, when I tell you she <laughs> packed, she packed her shit. I was like, what are you doing, girl? Yeah. It's like, we're having another drink. Where are you going? She's like, she's like, no, like, I just don't want to cause a scene. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I pulled her to the side. I was like, is this like, why Come do on. you put up with this? And she's like, if I say anything to him in public, if I stand up to myself for myself, sorry, people are going to talk about me. Like I'm a bitch. Like, mm -hmm. how could I speak to my husband that way? How could I disrespect him like that cause in public? Yeah, how could you cause a scene versus him where they're like, oh, he's just looking out for his wife. Like, he doesn't yeah. want his wife to get whatever. Drunk, drunk or, or belligerent, whatever, which she wouldn't yeah. regardless. But I'm just saying, like, it was so aggressive that I felt so uncomfortable. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at that other person whom I was with yeah. thinking, are you not going to tell your cousin that he cannot speak like this to his partner? Like, yeah. it, are you normalizing this? Because the second you sit there and you say, you know what, the second you sit there and you don't say anything, you're just as bad. Mm -hmm. You're basically perpetuating, you're normalizing it. You know what I mean? I was so uncomfortable and it's not the first time that it's happened. It's just, it's different when it's back home and you see it right in front of your eyes because I don't see it as much here. I won't see it as blatant, right? Like I was going to say that it's not as blatant, but it's people there. are almost not that they're smarter here, but it's not as accepted. Mm -hmm. And so people, I feel like hide it better. Oh, of course. And yeah, it, it happens like within the house or not even like sometimes it's like not even in front of the kids because kids talk at school and this and that, where I feel like, you know, in other certain countries, it's it is more normal and it is more accepted so it's like it's okay. almost expected yeah it's almost expected that you would treat your your wife like that yeah and it just it, it makes it makes me really sad yeah. because i can almost guarantee that our like maternal lineage all went through that yeah i mean it, including our mothers yeah right? and it makes me so sad because when you look at it, it's it's so dehumanizing, right. really. Like, why do you get so much pleasure in feeling like power in dehumanizing somebody for right. what? And then then I try to think about like, yeah, it's toxic masculinity. I get it. I try to be super um, conscious of the fact that most men do not think about these things they don't yeah. because it's easy it's easy not to it's right. easy to sit there and be like yeah everything's fine yeah there's no such thing when as you acknowledge it then the hard work starts exactly so why would you want to bring yourself out of this comfort of this bubble of comfort that is it is male privilege right you're so comfortable in this little bubble that this world has given you it's created for you for you to live your life to the fullest without worry mm -hmm. boys will be boys Right. Like that kind yeah. of stuff makes me makes my skin crawl, mm -hmm. because what does that mean? Even, you know, as younger kids, when it's like two brothers, it's like, oh, they rough house. Like that's normal for boys to do. It's normal for them to be aggressive and all that sort of stuff, which I think to a certain extent, it is normal for all kids mm -hmm. to do that, you know, to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to like girls and sisters or, you know, girls playing together or whatever, it's like, oh, no, no rough housing. Mm -hmm. Like that's a boy thing mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. that's a manly thing to do. 
Or if a boy doesn't like to partake in the rough housing, then it's like, oh, what's wrong with him? Why is it like he's going to be, you know, he's going to be walked all over. He's going to be bullied. He's going to be, he's not going to be able to stand up for Mm -hmm, himself mm -hmm. and, and all of that sort of stuff. And to me, like the saddest part is seeing how, because, you know, you mentioned a lot of men don't even recognize or realize what toxic masculinity is and how it affects them. And it makes me sad to see like that was embedded in them from probably birth. Yeah. yeah. So at some point, like, you know, you might look at a man and be like, geez, like that's some really bad toxic masculinity and you're an asshole. And then the other part of me is like, what else would like of course you are Mm -hmm. you know yeah you're not surprised like and it's a surprise like if you were to meet a man who loves to talk about you know what's going on and his feelings and all of that sort of stuff you're actually surprised and you know what we have a friend (laughs) such a surprise yeah and you're shocked and 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 it's rare Mm -hmm. and so we have a friend actually um and he is in a relationship so he's a male he's in a relationship with a female and he is probably one of the best communicators as mm-hmm. a man that i have ever met mm-hmm. and that i have ever seen in a relationship and he listens and he speaks calmly and he like articulates like his feelings and he'll say like you know this is what you did that made me feel like this and this is what I would like for you like that's nice it's just amazing and the people within that friend group Mm -hmm. jokingly will call him gay will jokingly say that he was supposed to be a girl he is now engaged and there's people who have joked like, oh, it's instead of like the groom and the bride, it's the bride and the bride. And and I'm like, <laughs> A. That is, I'm so sorry to cut you off. That is, that is some of the most homophobic shit I have heard. Well, so that, so the- there's obviously so many problems in that. There's so many that. layers in that. that right. Is, that is. And the two, That's like, even episode. it goes into homophobia <laughs> and why, so what are like gay people are what? weak and um but that's feminine it. but that's and... the thing is also toxic masculinity makes people including women believe that being feminine is bad right but it's not and and well, so that's the thing that's for me there's two things that come out when i hear that sort of like that situation people mm-hmm. saying that sort of stuff about him is a why is it a negative thing right that he is quote unquote more feminine no, right. I don't even want to say That's feminine. Not even feminine. No, no, no. This is listen, that he what we're is not to... embodying toxic masculinity. Right. Why is that a negative thing? Right. Why is that seen a, as weaker? Right. Right. And then B, this is what I was trying to say. So A, that what we just said. And B, why is it seen that being, you know, open and communicative and using your words and not being an asshole is seen oh, as feminine? Period. That's what it's seen as. Like mm-hmm. weakness is seen as being feminine. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And so, and to me, like when I really think deeply about this, I'm like, it's mostly pretty much all guys that make these jokes, mm-hmm. right? And I've confronted mm-hmm. some of them and been like, as you should. 
what does that mean? Like, why do you say that? Isn't and on top of all that, isn't this your friend? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, it's all jokes. Like he knows it's all jokes, and we've joked like <clears throat> joked like this forever, and blah blah blah. And in my mind, I'm like, I feel like you're jealous that he has a solid relationship, is engaged to be married with someone that communicates well and that they can both have a back and forth conversation and they literally don't fight mm -hmm. because when they do disagree on something, they sit down they like two grown it. adults and they figure it out. So I'm like, are you trying to put him down because you're literally jealous of the work that he's done to get to this place? And you know that a, you're never going to do it because you don't want to, mm -hmm. or B it's hard as shit. And now you're behind him mm -hmm. in that sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now it's a competition. Mm -hmm. So now you have to pull him back down. Right, right. It's and you have to try to make that. him feel like he shouldn't be like that. Mm -hmm. And what he should be more quote unquote, masculine, mm -hmm. and more mean and hard right. and the man of the relationship right. and the head of the house. And mm -hmm. like, it's just Stupid. Stupid. Yes. It like, is. I don't even know how else to describe no, it. No, you're absolutely right. And you know what? I always think it's crazy because I've dated both men and women and openly. And I've dated masculine men, whatever the fuck that even means. But I've also dated, like, pretty much only dated masculine presenting women. Right. And masculine presenting women and masculine presenting men are Opposite. two different ball games. Yeah. Because the masculine presenting women were the best relationships I had ever had yeah. versus the masculine presenting men. But that might also be for another topic, but the masculine presenting men, yeah. it was so toxic. And I literally felt like I was raising a child. It, I'm not even, literally. I'm so sorry, but hold on. It literally felt like, and I'm, you know what? I'm not even sorry for saying this, but any, for all you straight girls, I feel so bad for you because I've dated men and it literally feels like raising a child. And I can never go back. I will never ever date another man in my life. But that's another that's another story. <laughs> Astra has I mean, a lot of every second <laughs> sentence is like, but that's another story. <laughs> that's for another episode. It might be the fact that I'm also not attracted to men, but that's okay. It takes time for everybody to figure out their sexuality. But it's just such a different ball game. And as much as I want to explain it to you, I know you'll never understand because you never dated a masculine presenting woman, but I'm telling you. Two different ball games. Right. Two different ball games. One is fast pitch, one is slow pitch. Like it's just, it's so different. Yeah. It's so different. And you know what? To me, because I mean, like you said, I've never dated women and I've never been attracted to women. And I probably will never date a woman. <laughs> That's a fact for myself. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I have had friends who like females who date other women, and they have always kind of been like, oh, I feel sorry for you because I do feel sorry for straight girls. They're like the communication, the understanding, the listening, the genuine listening, literally all of that sort of stuff, which is reciprocated on both sides. Whereas, and, and that's seen, you know, by toxic masculinity as a feminine trait to be all of those things. Mm -hmm. And then if you go back to like, you know, a uh, um, woman and man relationship, it's typically the woman in the relationship who is the communicator, who wants to talk about feelings, who mm -hmm. wants to listen, who expects other person to listen. And it's not even like in those relationships that the man is respectful of that. It's like, 
oh, that's a feminine trait. And of course she is like that, but it's annoying. And you're nagging. Yeah, it's nagging. And you're so it's sensitive. All, yeah, that all of those things. So it's not even like it, it it's you can never win no. because it's like you're expected to be like that as a woman, to embody all of those quote unquote feminine traits. But you're not if you do, you're not respected for it. Mm-hmm. It's still a negative right, thing. Right. So then if you change that around and now you become a angry, bitch. yeah. Let's and just you say become what it is. no you're no, you become angry and you actually are upset and you voice that and you don't back down in arguments and all of that sort of stuff, then yeah, then now you're a bitch. Mm-hmm. And now I've I've heard men be like too, oh, now you want to act like a man. Mm-hmm. Now you, and I'm like, okay, so what do you want exactly? <laughs> Not that I care, like, but the thing is, you don't even know what you want. It's true. It's true. And I don't think men realize that women know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. That is that is a fact. You know that scene in the notebook where he's I've never like, watched the notebook. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, I'm looking for a new uh, co-star. <laughs> Co- I am the star. <laughs> Co-star? <laughs> no, there's a okay, scene but in the I notebook. Heard about it. Okay, okay, so yeah. there's a scene in the notebook, and what you said just reminded me of it. It's he goes, I think his name's Noah. I can't remember now. But he goes like, what do you want? And she's like, it's not that simple. And they just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for like a solid minute. And I just, uh, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that good, that's what goes on in their heads. Yeah. But I want, what I do want is I do, I wish a most, I would hope that some of our listeners are men. I hope. I Actually, hope. you know what, Azra? I know for a fact they are because I have had a couple of men, my friends, who have listened, who have given feedback, who mm-hmm. have. So oh, that's excellent. And yeah, so I know there's a couple who, who I, do listen. I love that. And I would want men to take away from any of our podcasts moving forward about toxic masculinity because it's just a huge umbrella to if you have questions or if you need someone to reach out to that is not going to judge you. Yeah. You know you have two people here to listen, genuinely listen. And if you're looking for ways to be like, listen, I want to be a better whatever partner. I want to be a better brother. Yeah. I want to be a better expressing my emotions. Exactly. Like talking, whatever listening. it is. Exactly. Yeah. Why is my wife um threatening to divorce me? <laughs> Sir, Literally. there's probably a lot of reasons. <laughs> but let's start with this. Yeah. <laughs> But I would hope that I think if if men or when men do listen to this podcast or and any of our podcasts that they take something away, it's it's not a bashing men session, no matter how much right. I would love to. But it's it's you know at the end of the day, feminism is for you as well, right? Because you are also somebody that's human, yeah. right? Regardless of whatever trait you and that's one of our present. main points, I think, throughout all of our episodes so far, and I'm assuming moving forward is that. You know, feminism is for men. Mm-hmm. It's for women. It's for people. Literally. It's literally for every single person. So that's one of the biggest things that I think we just want everyone to recognize, especially men, because men feel like, again, because it has the word femme, that it's a female issue, that it's for women mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole other episode, baby. A whole other episode. Yeah, but anyways, that is all the time that we pretty much have for today. Um, thank you guys for listening, continuing to support us. Please let us know 
I don't know what other Any topics. Feedback? Oh yeah, topics. Feedback. Yeah, feedback. feedback would be excellent. We've gotten some feedback and it's really been Helpful. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we will meet you guys back here next week. I'm Una. And I'm Azra. And this is that feminist, feminist bullshit. bullshit.